Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Time for Health show with myself, Lewis Pierce, and my lovely as ever co-host, Matt. How are you, Matt? Hi, Lewis. I'm fine. I'm looking forward to today's episode. Yeah. Absolutely. Very much late. <laughs> today, we have our very first guest expert on the show today. Wendy Ng, how are you? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. This is so, going to be such a fun time together. Definitely. Yes, we're, we're looking forward to it. We are really looking forward to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Matt's coming in here blind. He's got no idea what we're even talking about. I have about. no idea. That's just <laughs> exciting. The anticipation is just like right on the edge of the seat. So if I yeah. sound excited during this, don't worry. I'll, I'll calm down at some point, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. So Wendy, I don't like to do the introductions because I generally butcher them. So what we'll do is I'll hand you the mic for 30 seconds, give us a quick elevator pitch of who you are, what you do, and then we'll take things from there. Sounds good. So I am a mama of three kiddos. I am a practicing occupational therapist, and now I'm a dance and movement coach. So what I do is I've taken all these things that I, um, in my past, and put it together to work with guiding women to live consciously and confidently using mindful movement and dance. And I've created this in my signature um, program, Moving Into Joy. Awesome. Wow. Mm -hmm. Quite a mouthful. Blown away. Blown away already. <laughs> yes. I'm trying to write stuff down at the same time and I can't write fast enough. <laughs> awesome. So yeah. it, it, there's been just so many things in my past. Yeah. That's brought me to here to what I'm doing now. Yeah. So let's start there then, Wendy. Because obviously the people mm -hmm. listening are probably thinking movement, confidence, conscious. But what does that even mean? So tell us how you actually ended up doing what you're doing now, Wendy, helping women boost their confidence through movement yeah so I um you know I kind of went through life did all the things that I was supposed to do um went through school got my career going got married got had kids and then I found myself in this place where I had created this adult life for myself put on some responsibilities in my life and was striving for um to create more for my kids and my family and I found myself kind of stuck in this feeling of overwhelm because of all the things that I really wanted to accomplish, but all the things I also had on my plate now. So I started looking for a way to feel better in my life and get to um, what I really wanted. And that's when I started working with a life coach. And what happened then is that she really helped me connect back with myself and connect back with like what was most important to me and it gave me the tools and strategies to, to shift the way I was thinking and talking to myself and how I was showing up. And this just completely changed the way I was showing up in my relationship with my husband, with my kids and at work. Like I grew up as a really shy um girl and I was never one to like put my hand up in class or you know talk and give my opinion I, I was very very shy but after this work with my coach I found myself stepping up into a leadership role at work I find myself being more of an advocate for my kids and speaking up and this is what really my coach did for me and encouraged me to get back to the things that made me most confident and that was dancing so when I started dancing again, 
along with all this mindset work I'd been doing, it just kind of all fell together. And I felt this change and shift in myself that I was much more confident. I could step up and truly be um, a bigger person. So that is the reason why now I do the work that I do is that I really believe that each one of us, every one of us deserves to feel that same level of confidence. I believe that the most powerful way that I can create that change for people is by showing them how to tap into their most powerful confident self using mindful movement. Awesome. Mm -hmm. I think it's quite, quite a common process for human beings to go through where they have kids, they go to school, they get the job, mm-hmm. they, they then get a bit beaten down with life, you know, they're married and they go into that endless cycle of wake up at 7am, sort the kids out, go to work, come home. And it's just that mundane sort of the rat race ultimately, isn't it? And they just, they lose mm-hmm. themselves, don't they? Yeah. It's that transition where you start having to make those decisions for yourself well, well, what does my life want to look like, right? You've done all the things that you should be doing, the things that the adults in your life have suggested you do. And now you're in that role where you need to carve that out for yourself. And how do you do that in that transition? That's, that's the Did that's you the find um, mm-hmm. you were putting your family and your kids and everything else first? Oh, and absolutely. At some point you realized, well, actually, I'm not the best version of myself. And I need to focus on myself, become a better version to give a better version of me to my kids and my family. That is exactly it, Matt. Like you've, like, I couldn't have said it better that I was, (laughs) that was exactly it. I felt like, wow, I was giving, giving, giving. And all of a sudden I realized I wasn't doing any of those things that I used to love anymore. I somehow lost being myself in taking on these roles of being a mother, of being a a therapist, of being a wife. Where was Wendy in all of this? That's what I was searching for again. Yeah. And and that was what the life coach helped you do. She helped you kind of figure out what it was that actually made you happy. And that was Mm -hmm. dancing. It was, it was, it was something I had always done as a child and growing up. And I think we forget that as adults, right? You start putting your kids into activities and you start um, pouring into them to create their life. And you forget to do all those things that you used to do that made you feel so amazing and made you um, feel confident and made you feel the way you do as a person. Yeah. It's like growing as an individual, isn't it? You know, you, as human beings, you're happy when you're growing, aren't you? And when you're a kid, yes. you've just said, when you're a kid, your parents put you in these, this growth environment, these, this little incubator of kids' clubs and sports clubs and, and school yes. and reading before bed. I mean, as soon as you turn an adult, you, you expect that to just continue, but it's on, the <laughs> onus is on you now to kind of mm. be proactive with your growth. And that's, I think that's kind of yes. one of the main reasons why we become so unhappy is because we we stop growing because we're too focused on everyone else i I know um, for me i had a a turning point when i started my business because i was Mm. so focused on my business i stopped doing things to keep myself healthy physically and mentally and Mm -hmm. two or three years down the line i suddenly realized where i was falling short and talking to lewis and talking to other people who've coached and mentored me and you start realizing well you know i'm not practicing what i preach 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> to look after Isn't myself at some truth? point. And it's so easy to get into that rut and focus of everyday life that you forget mm-hmm. to focus on yourself sometimes. And we, we all need to do that. Yeah. And I think it speaks to like the different seasons in your life, right? There's some seasons where you're going to be growing more and doing more in terms of learning and, and feeding your mind and your soul. And there's some times that you need to just push through and do the things, right? So there's a balance that you have to create is the learning piece and the doing and taking the action. Yeah. So the doing bit, how do you yes. do it? Your dancing <laughs> and mindfulness together. Give us a sort of example of what goes on. Well, I kind of create it like, like the, a structure of a dance class, but we need to put some intentionality behind this, right? When you're going, when you're growing up, you go to dance class, you're learning all these skills. That's fine. But as an adult, there's so much more intention that you can put behind what you're doing, right? You could go into a dance class and be like, I am going to perfect this specific skill. That could be your intention. And you can focus on that and create that experience for yourself. Or you might be thinking, you know what? I've had a rough day. I just want to go and relax and let loose. That's my intention. And if you set that intention, you're going to get that out of the class. So it's the way you approach it and think about it and be very mindful about how you're going into that movement experience that's going to make the difference for you so it's a it's a bit like meditation where you yes. sit, sit down to meditate and you you, you pick it well if you're using an app or something like that you will mm-hmm. what do you want do you want to meditate for anxiety do you want to meditate to reduce stress do you want to meditate to be present and it, yeah and it's you're basically at the start of the class you're deciding okay i've had a rough day people are pissing me off i want to relax i want to kick back and, ha- and laugh and then you kind of, you kind of pre-frame the class and having you to then be present in what you're trying to achieve, which is, I think is that's awesome through dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. It's just a third of such a thing, you know, <laughs> Dan- dancing, mindfulness, whatever you want to call it, you know, it's, um, mm-hmm. but it's great. I mean, I encourage people to do mindfulness uh, on a daily basis and we've covered it on previous podcasts, you know, mm-hmm. and exercise is a great way of creating stress relief mindfulness mm-hmm. and to do it in dance i've never even considered it to do it in dance is just amazing i think it's an amazing idea not yeah. that i can dance so. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think you can but actually you know if that dancing's being. a thing i've got it now <laughs> <laughs> I would say every human being is created for movement you watch young children they they just go out and move it's like an inborn thing for them. They just go out and start learning how to develop those motor skills. We, I watched my kids and my son, when he was like nine months old, we turned on um, a Bruno Mars song. And he, it's like he couldn't help himself. He just started rocking and shaking and moving to the music. And it just became a thing for him that every time he heard that song, he just started moving and dancing. And I think each one of us, as we grow older, we kind of lose touch with that a little bit. And that's the self-awareness piece, that body awareness piece, that we actually do enjoy movement. You might have maybe just not figured out what's the best movement for you yet, but it's in you and you just need to pull it out. And for Matt, his, his preferred method of movement is the dad dance. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would but, love you know, to see that. <laughs> movement is movement. Uh, maybe on a separate video. Uh, <laughs> I suppose just being, being able to lose that inhibition and move in a, yeah. in a free way. Um, I don't know if you call that free dance, whatever. Uh, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just be able to move in a free way, enjoy the music and not feel like, yeah, I'm dad dancing, everyone's looking at me. Uh, mm-hmm. And just to be accepted in moving the way you feel like moving. Yeah. And I suppose and that would naturally um, increase your confidence then because you're not being judged. You're just moving in a way that feels good for you. That's right. And there's like a bit of science behind this too, because if you think about it, what happens when you exercise and move, right? You're going to be releasing some endorphins because your body is this sensory being. You're taking inputs into your nervous system and what you put in, right? Is when you start moving, it actually triggers your brain to release those endorphins, those feel good hormones that tell you like, this is good. The more you move, the more that's going to happen. And the other thing is that when you pair that with music, right, you're going to be releasing dopamine because dopamine is that reward hormone. It's that, um, that hormone that comes out that gives you that sense of pleasure. And when you listen to music that makes you feel good, you're releasing dopamine and enjoying and having a pleasurable moment from that music. You pair that, the music and the movement, and you're just releasing more of those feel-good hormones that is going to get you into a more high-vibing energy state. Mm. So you can I mean, easily do that. Yeah, I mean, something I we've talked about in podcasts before because it's something I use when I'm doing hypnotherapy, Mm-hmm. of how you know your dopamine levels when they're low the chances are that your stress hormones are high yes uh, but if you can reduce your stress hormones then naturally the balance tips in your favor and the dopamine levels become higher but you've got to do something about it you can't just let it happen it won't just happen on its own isn't uh, that just can- the key <laughs> yes yeah, yeah. You've got to do so. You've got to take action. Uh, and that's something mm-hmm. we've covered in past podcasts. And uh, you're exactly you know, just reiterating what we said previously mm-hmm. uh, before, which is great to hear. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So have that reward structure in, in, you know, with that chemical. Just make sure you want to do more of it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just reinforcing the, the exact behavior that you want. Mm. So it's interesting that our brain works that way and we can tap into the way it works to make ourselves feel even better. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about um, the fundamentals of, of good health before. You know, you've got creating space to reduce stress, being active. You've got obviously the things that, that make you happy when you're spending time with other people, you know, s- social events with peers, having a, having, mm-hmm. a support, having a supportive environment that wants the same thing as you, on the same journey as you. And you're kind of combining all of these things into like a condensed class of bashing them around the head of be happy sort of thing, (laughs) which is awesome. To me, what I've created is really, you know, when you're younger, have you ever gone, uh, did your parents ever send you to camp? What was that experience like? You're immersed in this situation. You're like away from your normal life. You get to experience all these fun new activities done before we're talking about like this growth and challenge piece and you develop new skills and you for a week and an adult i want to ask you how often do you do that for yourself how often have you sent yourself away to camp 
we don't do this anymore. But so this is why I've created what I do is to give yourself that opportunity. I'm creating the space for women to essentially send themselves away to camp on a retreat just for them to experience that packed um, growth and challenge that will help them move into Amazing. It's awesome, isn't it? Well, so, why don't you do it for blokes as well? <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't even tapped into that. I wanted wow. to start focusing on women because I feel like, and, you know, correct me if I'm um, wrong, it might be different in every household, but the majority of the time, the, the household kind of revolves around mom. She's mm -hmm. kind of the center point. She's the spoke at the middle of the wheel, kind of making sure everything's flowing, all the pieces are together. Yeah. And it's just the, the role that we has kind of developed as a mom. It may be different in every household, but I find that is the majority of the case. I think that's pretty good uh, profiling for most families. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you're right. And it's always the, the mom who probably ends up neglecting herself more than anyone else in the family. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I can see why you would uh, tap into that first. Um, mm -hmm. But so when you do your classes, do, you, do people turn up once a week? Or so how does it work? I actually, it's a 12-week coaching program. So mm -hmm. there, I t we have live lessons to talk more about um, getting really clear about what you want in your life, getting very focused on that, because you need to know what is your end game. If you have no idea where you want to go, you're just going to haphazardly do things, but it's not going to turn out the way you want it to unless you're very clear on it. So we talk about that. We talk about how do you shift your, the way you're thinking and how conscious you are and how you decide to do things, right? The mindset piece. We talk about body awareness and how, you know, as an adult, sometimes you lose that in all the other things that you're doing. So tapping back into that. Um, and then we do the dance and the movement and tie that all in because once you feel some, um, you feel that sense of accomplishment in learning new dance steps and learning some choreography, you can show yourself, you can do this. You can compete time very quickly, learn some new skills and gain some confidence. So why can't you, that, how does that translate to the rest of your lifestyle, right? Yes, you can easily do this in a dance class. Well, how does that translate? How can you take that? And no, this is the evidence for you. You can do it. You have some validation in your life now to show you. You can absolutely kick butt in every other aspect of your life. Yeah. When people mm -hmm. have spent, spent their entire lives being beaten down by colleagues that are bullies, bosses that are bullies, you know, sacrificing their own health for everybody else, I think mm -hmm. is a, it's, it can be scary for them to take that first step of improving their health, improving their life, taking positive action. For a lot of them, they can be like, they're looking at their life, what they want it to look like. And there's just this big brick wall in front of them. And they're like, I have no idea how to, how to change this. And you're creating this little doorway for them, like a little mouse hole that is, yeah. come, and, come and dance with me. Let's, let's get you uh, yes. let's get you moving towards where you want to go, which is fantastic. Yeah. That, that base level of confidence of life can be different and it all starts with you just being a little mm -hmm. bit more being a bit more active, realizing that you do have the ability to be happy. You know, you are in control mm -hmm. of control of how you feel, what you do, how you think, and 
and ultimately the direction that your life goes in. And it's, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's such a simple, basic step for, for them to take, isn't it? That it's probably not, not intimidating. And they probably look forward to it every single week, don't they? Yeah. I, I think back to myself, right? Like I've, I've taken a lot of different activity classes. I've gone and taken, I've gone to the, I've done yoga, I've done Pilates, I've done dance class. And I have to say, every time I get back to dancing, I don't have to stress out. I'm not like trying to mentally work myself up to it the same way I had to for kickboxing. I could just go. I knew it was going to be a fun experience. It's a feel good thing. And so that's why I think dance is so such a great way to get yourself feeling better again, because it's not, it doesn't have to be stressful. It's whatever you want to make it. It's however your body moves well and makes you feel confident and that's so much easier than like working yourself up to that first gym workout sometimes. Yeah. Now I've been, um, I've been writing down buzzwords that I've been hearing you say, Wendy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I've got them out of order, but I'm put them, I'm going to put them back into the order that I'm assuming that you would run them in. So the first thing you said you, you well, not the first thing you said, but one of the things you said you do is you get them to realize their goals. Yes. Yeah, because then they've got something to focus on. Because otherwise they're mm-hmm. just wandering through life, not knowing what they want to achieve, yep. which was nice. Clarity. And then, yeah. And then you've, you've used a, the word intention quite a lot, which I like. Mm-hmm. It's a good, good one because you've got to have intention with, behind it. Yep. Uh, and then we mentioned about taking action. And then what I liked after that is, although we've mentioned confidence throughout, it's you're achieving that confidence through a fun activity, mm-hmm. which takes That's us back to, to our yes. childhood growth pattern. We quite often yes. learn and grow as children through doing fun activities. But that yes. seems to stop when we're an adult. We seem to yes. do things much more seriously. Mm-hmm. Whereas if we're in a, a fun learning environment, we're going to learn so much better. We're going to be much more confident. And, and mm-hmm. so what you're doing, I think, is absolutely amazing. Um, I'm, I Thank might you. start my own school up over here. <laughs> but I can't dance. <laughs> oh, you can. You just don't think you can. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll stick to dad dance. Yeah, oh, I, really? I can do that. <laughs> freedom of movement. I can imagine you've got a class full of ladies, maybe a dozen, mm-hmm. and I can imagine you just giggling at some point. Yeah, it's uh, just, just you know, it's being just, silly. Like yeah, yeah. When you're 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 just so right about that. When we're kids, and this is something I learned as an occupational therapist, the job of kids is we have all these different roles and work and occupation and we lose that focus that really things should be enjoyable why are you doing things unless you want, like are enjoying it and let's get back to that work can be fun working out can be fun right being yourself can be fun and should be fun and it's not just about fun but um enjoyment and feeling like you're present and feeling like you can be yourself and feeling confident yeah yeah um, when it comes to stress and things like that one of my favorite ways of reducing stress is actually playing with my daughter whether that's going mm-hmm. to the pool with her jumping on the trampoline today we did some coloring together and i had to pretend to be a rabbit and i was hiding easter eggs for her don't ask why but that's what she wanted to do yeah <laughs> that's that's what helps you de-stress so it just makes sense to do what kids do which is just play and not give a crap about anything apart mm. from what you're doing right now 
Yes. Yeah. And, and yeah. do something that's fun. Uh, and again, you mentioned the, the dopamine reward. If you do mm-hmm. something that's a chore, you don't get a dopamine reward out of it, do you? And when you come no. back to doing that chore again, you don't enjoy it. But if you can make it a fun activity, even if you just imagine that for five minutes while I'm washing up, I'm going to make it a fun game. Mm-hmm. It becomes less of a chore and more of a fun activity. Even if yeah. it's just using your, you know, I don't know, the cups, you're making a castle on the draining board with the cups and plates as you're putting it on, whatever, just to distract <laughs> yourself the money use the grow their imagination yes because their imagination is just they phenomenal are. we seem to lose that as we get older we seem to struggle to use our imagination to enjoy you just imagine fun things to do yeah and uh, and as adults we struggle with that and if we can find things use our imagination create that fun feeling uh, mm-hmm. and just feel like a little kid again Giggle, yep. laugh. <laughs> it could be over just something really mundane like washing up, but it's going to be a, a little reward afterwards because you've just done five minutes of fun, even though you're washing up. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny you say that because now it reminds me of when I was younger and it was our chore to do the dishes. And uh-huh. what did I do with my sister? We filled the sink up, we turned the light on, and we pretended we were the hosts of a cooking show. So while we're washing dishes, we're talking like we're hosting the show. So why can't we do that as adults? We, we kind of forget that we can still do that. It can still be fun. <laughs> you just, um, sometimes we just feel silly about doing it because, oh, that's a kid thing. But it is actually what brings, can bring you so much joy. Mm, yeah, and mm-hmm. you mentioned, I just think the same thing. You might feel silly doing it, but when you can overcome that feeling of, I feel silly, mm-hmm. then you're going to make yourself feel more confident afterwards. Yeah. And I would feel it's... silly walking into your dance class and trying to dance. <laughs> initially, <laughs> initially. I'm yeah. sure you would coach me to give me more confidence and feel like I can dance and learn some new steps and, and enjoy myself. But initially, I would feel mm-hmm. a little bit silly. But overcoming that feeling of silliness, uh, mm-hmm. then it becomes enjoyable. Yeah. And and that's going to help with confidence. If you're not confident, you might feel a bit silly. Mm-hmm. But if you're confident in doing it, you won't feel so silly. And mm-hmm. you just enjoy it and have a great time. Yeah. And it's just being conscious, right? You said, I feel silly doing this. Well, why are you telling yourself that? Is that helping you <laughs> feel better or worse, right? And or why you just not tell an excuse. <laughs> yeah. Why not tell yourself something that's actually going to make you feel good about it, doing it, right? Like, oh, well... This is going to be fun if I do it this way. So give it a try. And maybe that is the change that you need, right? That little shift in how you think about it and that intentionality piece. Yeah, love it. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the way that so many people go wrong with anything that they do, isn't it? Oh, this is going to be crap. This is going to be boring. This is going to suck. This is going to be rubbish. Mm -hmm. Well, you've already decided, mate. You might as well just go home now. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> just like forget doing but that. But imagine yeah. it's going to be the most fun half an hour in your life and throw yourself mm-hmm. into it. Yeah. And you can enjoy it. And, you know, mm-hmm. we can fool our uh, mind into imagining amazing things and it doesn't know the difference between reality and imagination. So, therefore, you will have fun. And mm-hmm. uh, I just love it. So, what we need to do really is find out how people can get hold of you. Yeah. We can, well, um, do you have a YouTube channel with some of this stuff on? 
Well, you can connect with me on um, Instagram. That's why I like to live. I'm mm-hmm. at Simply Naturally Wendy. I do, um, I do offer uh, also my coaching. You can connect with me if you'd like to work with me more and experience this retreat for yourself in a way. And um, connect with me at thewendying.com. Awesome. Those of you uh, listening or watching on YouTube, all the information about Wendy, her bio, her background is all going to be in the show notes, all the links that you need to to find her. So don't worry about remembering those. Um, There's links, all the information is going to be in there. Um, One last question for you, Wendy, that I've been wanting to ask. Mm -hmm. Yes. With the dancing, is it like, do you teach them a routine or do you just literally play the music and say, go break a leg, ladies? (laughs) <laughs> I find it most successful when I have a bit of a structure to the dance class and we'll learn big moves and put it in a dance. This where you can kind of piece it together and build the skills and put it together and feel the success of having done that and the confidence yeah. of like, hey, I can do that. Because that's basically what we do in the rest of our life. You learn the skills, you put it together. And so it's the same thing with dance. There's some free forming, yes, but you need to first know the skills and the steps in order to be able to get more creative at mm. the end of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what something that Tony Robbins says is all about your references and ultimately the analogies that you live by. And it sounds like your dancing is just one big bloody analogy, which just helps people empower them <laughs> to take control of their lives, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's a fun way to do it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, Wendy. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. I love your concept. I think it's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Thank it's been, you. It's been an absolute pleasure, Wendy. Thank you so much for your time. Matt, do you have anything else to, yes. to add or? No, I just wish there was somewhere near me where I could join in. <laughs> <laughs> do you do it online? Do you do online classes? This, I do all of my work online. It's all virtual with my wow. clients. So anyone from anywhere in the world can work with me. And if you easy to do a um you can grab i have a five minute movement routine that anyone can grab start feeling good first thing in the morning transition into your day so that you feel good Uh, and five minutes everyone can spare five minutes you absolutely can yeah yeah absolutely awesome fantastic well wendy Mm -hmm. absolutely amazing love it thank you Thank you so much for your time, Wendy, and listeners, yeah. thanks for tuning in. And um, feel free to give us some feedback on what you thought of today's episode, and uh, we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Take Bye. care. Bye.